Welcome to the Go Time Podcast. Go Time Podcast. With your host, Todd Martin. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Go Time Podcast for another episode of The Todd Father. So if you haven't listened to, um, I haven't had the pleasure of listening to a, a Todd Father episode and knowing what it's about. Um, so these are generally conversations that um, ultimately are intended for my kids and, um, and on subjects that I want them to know more about. Um, and I've said before at this stage in their lives, they're not, <laughs> they're not really listening to me a lot. Um, but, uh, but I put them on here because I, I, uh, I hope someday that I will be able to speak into their lives at a time in their lives where they have some of these questions. Um, right now they're young. Um, they're, uh, 11, 13, 14, and 15 currently, uh, give it a month and they'll change. And, um, and so, uh, they're, they're, you know, preoccupied with a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of things going on in the world that I want them to know more about. And, uh, and it creates questions that I have. And so I seek out the answers to the questions that I have. And I want them to be able to, to, to understand and know from their father what's important, what's true, what's not. Um, and how to make sense of um, a really a crazy world. Uh, pretty much the crazy world we're living in right now. Um, so it's a lot different than what I, I, the way it was when I grew up. Um, and so in the light of, um, having skipped several weeks, um, and, uh, was on a terror there for a while and was doing an episode every single week <clears throat> and, um, and then vacations and horse shows and work and life and everything else kind of caught up and, uh, I needed a little bit of a break and, uh, just got back from a horse show last, uh, this past weekend. So it is Monday back from more show. And um, also in light of what has happened just as of recent, which is the school shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas. Um, kind of a scary episode. Um, it it hit, hit close to home. Uvalde is just down the road from us. And... Uh, Utopia and and lots of friends in Utopia, lots of friends around Uvalde. Um, we thought about a lot of our friends during the midst of all of that, and uh, people with young children that age um, that were in the area, and uh, and it was pretty scary. Um, I can't, gosh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the fear. I can't imagine the worry. I can't imagine the. Uh, you know, just growing up in a small town, not even thinking that this comes to your town. Um, for those of you in the big cities that are looking upon this and going, you know, like, why wasn't and where wasn't and how come this and, you know, there's so many questions and we will, it'll be a while before we really find out the real truth of exactly what all happened you know, how could we be so silly as to prop a door open with a rock? And this is small town Texas. Everybody knows everybody. And nobody thinks that this 
what happened to us or in this community or or in this small town. That's where I'm from is a small town, Texas town, where everybody knew everybody. I you know, half the teachers have children in the school. Um it's a big family. We all know each other. This wasn't some, you know, faceless, nameless group of uh, community. Um, it's pretty tight, uh, interwoven. Um, and to see them, I don't know, seeing the videos of them pacing in the parking lot and, you know, uh, and, and I can, you know, Monday morning quarterback this whole thing and go, I would be and I would and because there's things that I would like, oh, my God. You know, you'd have to shoot me to keep me out of there, too. But, you know, what what happens in the instance of it? Um, and I, I do, it's just, you know, my heart goes out. I can't imagine. And, 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 you know, and those guys, the first responders, you know, they're trained to do as they're told, too. You know, and, and we have to take that in consideration. And whose responsibility was it to make the orders? You know, I don't know. I, I to speculate on that would be with not enough information and with as much disinformation as we're getting on so many different things and inflammatory on everything. I won't make a call on that. I just know that what I would have done and I don't know what I would have done would have been the right thing to have done. But in light of that situation, in light of God, the other one that was in Ohio, the question that came to my mind is, um, how do I explain to my kids what evil is? How do I define, if I'm to protect my kids, if I am to protect and lead from the point of being a father, if I'm going to lead my household, I have to define, I, I, my kids need to know what's right and wrong, not only what's right and wrong, what's good and evil. Um, and, and, and in today's idea of things, this whole idea that, you know, things, so much stuff is subjective is, it's, it's not true. It's just not true. We can have some things that are subjective, but there are hardline truths and not all is subjective. We, we have to come to an understanding of what is true. We have to get back to an understanding of what is true and what is not. And there has to be a basis for truth. And I think that's the one thing that we're kind of losing it on, is the foundation of what truth is. Because without that, everything becomes subjective. So, I don't know, in history books, in, in, in all writings, where's the first introduction of the word evil? Where do we get the... A, a, the first look at what evil is. Well, in the book of the Bible, the first coming to knowledge of good and evil was in the tree of knowledge of good and evil that Adam and Eve were told not to eat from. So before that, there was just the knowledge of good. And what did they know? They knew the garden and they knew the creator. They spend all their time with the Creator. And in knowing and being with the Creator and only knowing good, it's also telling you that the Creator is all-knowing of good, and that He's all good. So where does evil come from? 
you know, we look at all these calamities that happened, these, these worldwide, you know, terrible, you know, tsunamis or hurricanes that take out things and, and, and we, you know, wonder where, where's God in these things? Um, you know, for us to really know and understand what all that is, then we have to look at, you know, how we got to where we're at. Because if we don't look and understand and know where we got, it's none of it's going to make sense. If we don't, if we come from whatever, we come from goo, you know, the idea that, you know, we, you know, spawned from fish and became, you know, walking on land. Like there's such a leap of faith in that understanding and knowledge of things it's that's no less miraculous than the idea that a creator created you and that's miraculous in itself um it's just what kind of miracle do you believe in and that miracle takes a lot of faith in ultimately nothing i mean really to think of it that we just came from goo that some that something just you know happened with no purpose no intent that's the lost feeling that you're seeing in some of the youth now because there's just no it's a no intent what does it matter if it's subjective if it if 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 good is just whatever you've decided to conjure up as to being good my idea of good or you are your idea of good then what's wrong with this what this kid did he, what does it matter there's a feeling of lost a feeling of what do you care if you look into the to the real what you know where this kid was at, he was part of the foster system. He was a child, no father, mother was an addict, saw no value in his own life, living with his grandmother, issues of abandonment, obviously, issues with value. He has no idea of what his value is. His own mother and father saw no value in him in changing the way that they lived or what they did or made an effort to do anything that weren't a part of his life. So if that's what you're told, if the world, your world that you're living in looks like that, your parents say that's what your value is, whether what they say or what they're doing, their actions are telling you that. And then the world is telling you it's all whatever. You came from goo, and what does it matter? So what is the purpose in life? Is that evil? Is he evil? In his eyes, I don't know that he even thought that he was evil. Because it's subjective. It was just him. You know, you, uh, going back to thinking of what Adam and Eve were experiencing in the in the garden. And they come to the knowledge of good and evil. The first thing they did was clothe themselves with a loincloth, with leaves, right? And, and that's important that it was leaves. Um, because in that covering themselves, they first came to the knowledge of self. If they covered themselves and they hadn't covered themselves before and they hid why? Because they were, they were embarrassed because they knew of themselves. They hadn't known the, known the knowledge of good and evil. 
And so if they knew God, they spoke with him, they, they worked with him, they walked with him. And now they knew themselves and they were, they knew the author of good. And now they knew themselves. Now they're learning the author of evil. Where does, where does the bad stuff come from? And I think we have an idea that we want to point fingers at everything else, but have less of a tendency to look within. You know, to be, I would love to be able to tell everybody that, you know, I'm a great guy. But my desires say something different. My desire to serve myself override a lot of things. My desires for myself to, to make much of myself, to, to, to live life for myself. I don't want to live a self, selfless life. I don't want to live, I, I want to live a selfish life. I want to live a life that's about me. And if I'm to be really honest, you know, if I saw a threat, I would do the same thing. I wouldn't want to come in. Do I have the capability of going into a school and doing what that kid did? Oh, God, no, I don't think I have that. But if do I have the ability to, like, get mad and angry and seeing somebody take and, and hurt, you know, my, my, my country and go and, you know, fly a plane into a building? I'm willing to take out a village. Yeah. That village full of kids and fathers and wives and husbands and children because of my fit of anger. I mean, I could be honest. My fit of anger, I could, I could strike out just as easily. Most of the things that go wrong in my household are me wanting more of me. So, back to so that's a hard part, right? Calling myself the author of evil. Well, so I guess probably before we go any further, and gosh, maybe I gotta really, really reconsider publishing this. But, but truth is truth, right? And and before I go and call myself and call mankind the author of evil, we ought to we ought to define the word evil. Um, and I think that the meaning of words is. So important, so important because we see evil as, you know, like the, you know, uh, having a red tail on a pitchfork, you know, and just these evil things that have conjured up in TV shows nowadays and movies and whatever else that evil is a dark, shadowy, you know, bad thing um, that's, you know, the, from the horror movie. That's evil. I think evil can be dressed up in a whole lot of different costumes. I think evil looks way prettier than what we think it does. What is evil? Evil's the absence of God. Anytime we remove God and his intent for us, for our marriage, for our relationships, for our, for anything. That's the beginning of evil. 
when we, when we, when the purpose just becomes for ourself and not for the, for the better good and for an understanding and making it and rectifying things to where they, they're doing it for what God calls good, for what his desire is for our lives, what his desire is for our country. I mean, it's not a, a, a coincidence that this country removing God and his intent for our lives has caused this to go awry. It's no, it's no accident. It's not just a happenstance. Matter of fact, there was a great book that I read. It was called The Empire Strikes Out. Really, really fascinating book. I don't even know who the author was. But the book goes through the rise and fall throughout all of history of every empire and great dynasty throughout history. And the rise of every single one of them was with righteous intent, was with good intent. And at the peak, when prosperity reigned and things were at its best for each and every single one of these different empires and dynasties throughout history, the pinnacle of it, when it started to decline, was when morality became subjective. When, when no longer the basis for understanding all things were based on a creator, but they became subjective because I wanted to be considered okay for the things that I wanted to do that served myself and not everybody else and not for the betterment of humanity, but it was for me. And I wanted to be right. And it was, and, and I wanted to be ex accepted for the wrong things, even though I was doing things that were culturally and, and, and ideally not acceptable, but I wanted to be accepted for them in whatever it is that I was doing wrong. I wanted to be okay. I wanted to be okay with it, no matter how it hurt anybody else or did, did poorly for anybody else. But it was about me and me only. It begins the decline of every society, every dynasty, every empire. Sad part is, throughout history, it's never had a turning back. It's had flat lines. It had some, some holding steady for a few more years and, 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 and riding it for a while. But then it begins to decline again. Because we creep in with society as to what's subjective. We're too worried about hurting people's feelings instead of, instead of it being right. Not based on what I say is right. Because I'm as flawed as anybody else. But what is right and true? What's proven in society and life and in the world over and over? What are the properties that are needed in order for a good household, a, a healthy upbringing for a child, and, and a, good, a good society? 
So what was the wrong with this kid in Uvalde? There's an absence of God in his life. He wanted to serve himself. He wanted to be a moment of fame or it was a, a moment of outrage or whatever it was that went through his brain as to what was right or what made things right for him. And it was evil. What was going through the head of the one in Ohio? Serving himself, making much of himself. So much so that they have no value for other life. Value of life is placed on, on you by the creator of your life. If you're from goo, you have no value. You're just goo. If that's what you base the value of life on and where life came from, those are the consequences of believing that. Everything has a consequence. Now, unfortunately... More laws are not going to do anything about it. It's not going to change anything. We have enough laws. I mean, isn't, isn't breaking the law one number one of don't kill your neighbor enough? I mean, answer the question or the problem or the issue of, you know, which guns are illegal or not illegal or why should we have them? Why should we not? It's not a gun problem. It's a heart problem. It is a heart problem. It is a value of life problem. It's always funny that we can see it as something different. The value of life. What is it? What's the true value of it? And we don't... Well, it's worth this or it's worth that or it all depends until it's your life. And for some reason, you think your life has a lot of value. And you know what? If you don't think your life has a lot of value, if you're in a place where you don't know if your, val your life has any value, you really should consult with your creator. You really should. He does tell you what your value is. You will not find a life-altering change of your, of your understanding if you don't know what the value of your life is and who says that it's worth something and what that value is. It has a higher value than any anything else. And that's why I say it's a heart problem. It's a godless problem. Because without 
without an understanding of God, there's no meaning. We're just chafing the wind. Being thrown around by whatever impulse and whatever swaying us one way or the other. I think that's one of the things that most people really need to look at is what's, and we want to know is what is the purpose in this life? There's only one place that has an answer. When you're young, you're seeking that purpose in, in the doing. And the doing is just a place to be learning. Like doing is, is, or, or not, is nothing more than God's way of giving you examples of, of how you find it. Because if it's all in the doing at the top, when you do reach the pinnacle of success and doing and living and everything else, it's as empty as it was at the bottom if you don't have an understanding of the value of your life. If you don't understand that your creator cares enough to give you enough struggle to help you grow in a better understanding, the struggles that we go through are a waste if you don't understand that it's there to help you grow and come to a better understanding. So, Short, short recap. Evil. What is evil? It's the absence of God. Money's not evil. And take, until we take the intent of what God had for it out. Sex is not evil. It's a wonderful thing and is created by God in the context of what God has for us and what is healthy and good for our lives until we take it out and remove God and pollute it and use it to pleasure ourselves and nothing but, it becomes evil. Used improperly, it becomes evil. Love is beautiful. Marriage is beautiful. An institution made by God. But when we use it to, to lord over someone else, and to, to take God out of it and make it about ourselves and make it about me as a father running my house, about me and me and you guys are going to make me look good. That's evil too. Lord over my wife and, and forcing everybody to, to follow along making me look good. That's evil too. It's not the intent. Unless we look at God's intent for it. It goes hand in hand with, with what sin is. It's missing the mark. We all know being selfish is not the right thing. And evil is anything that has the absence of God. That's my definition. And the majority of the time, it's me serving me. It's mankind making much about mankind. It's worshiping the creation instead of the creator. So, 
I hope that that helps my kids and anybody else that, you know, that needs a little bit of help and guidance and a better understanding of what's going on. To write it in your mind is to give us an idea of what truth is. So, there you go. That's what happens whenever I go off on vacation and have a little extra time to think for myself. And that is the end of this episode of The Todd Father on the Go Time Podcast. Thanks for listening.